We're back with Trista Crick and Ryan Horvat on BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Wyndham Clark gets it done yesterday. BetMGM Tonight, Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick. He opened 85-1 to 1 before the tournament. There was 100-1 to 1 out there. Yeah, man, 29 years old. You should be excited, though. He went to the University of Oregon. He did. He's a I duck. love rooting for my ducks, baby. I love rooting for my ducks. Here's what I love and also hate about golf, right? Love betting golf, love playing golf, not very good, rarely get to go. Um, rarely get to go. <laughs> yeah, because I don't have a babysitter ever. My son can only play. He can, he can only sit in the cart for like nine, and then he starts to complain. Uh, so it should have been a great weekend because I'm a big Ricky fan. Looked like Me Ricky too. had a shot. Did. But the whole time I'm thinking, I didn't bet him, so I'm rooting against him. Same thing with Wyndham, Wyndham Clark. Like, what a great story, right? Yeah. First major but I just can't root for it because it hurts my pocket, and I haven't hit an outright all year. Everybody's hitting outrights. No, TikTokers. They're lying. These people are lying. Flip-floppers, Twitterers, Facebookers. I can't hit anything to save my life. So he opened 85-1. to I did play some Rory. He couldn't get the job done. Had Cam. Couldn't get the job done. They need to do, uh, a, they need to do like a remix of Drake, yeah. and it's like, Rory never gets the job done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what they need to do. Wyndham Clark, though, holds off Rory. I thought he was going to choke under the pressure, and he did not. 85-1. to 1. So if you had that, good for you. If good you had anybody you. else, I feel your pain. Uh, the Cubs are back, though. They're up 3-0 on your Pirates right now. Drew Smiley throwing a gem. Really quickly uh, to Wyndham Clark. So what's interesting about Wyndham Clark, which we did not know, which we found out after he won it, which would have actually been nice to know from a betting perspective, is that it was the anniversary of his mom's death, mm-hmm. and... He, his mom and dad were married at Riviera Country Club. Really? And they lived in L.A. So it was like a homecoming thing for Wyndham Clark. And he gave this whole story about how he, she would be so proud of him and how all of these different storylines that were happening in L.A. were all coming back to him about his relationship with her and how she prematurely died and how, you know, he knows that she was with him. On, and I was like, I would have liked to know that. Yeah. Uh, and he's won what he won twice in four outings, yeah. two outrights. So if you're looking at you know history and who's hot, he was definitely in the mix. But he's never finished below 75th in any major. So you're <laughs> right. wondering to yourself like, why would I take him? But I tell you what, that would have been a really good bet. Oh, absolutely, Obviously. 85 to one. So now Jesus. for the Travelers Championship coming up this weekend, Scotty Scheffler a favorite minus. I'm sorry, plus 600. John Rahm's 10 to one. Rory's 10 to one. But what I wanted to see was the U.S. Open Championship, and Scotty Scheffler is going to be plus 750, John wow. Rahm plus 800, Rory is going to be 11 to 1. Rory's knocking on the door, though. He's yes. going to get another one. It's, it's coming. I don't I think so. I thought it was coming this weekend. I called my buddy. He's a big Rory fan. And I was like, is Rory going to get it done? He's like, Cause I kind of uh, think he's going to choke and uh, talk me into it, so I bet it again he yesterday. He did, though. played him in a bunch of matchups. He just couldn't make a big putt for me. But, he just was one. He's just one of those guys, like, and really it was only one thing. It was... He hit a shot into the side of the bunker. Yeah. He ended up getting relief from it, which is crazy yeah. because it penetrated earth or something, some weird rule. Yeah. So you got to take a drop, but he didn't make the putt for par. If he makes that putt for par, he's going to the playoff, and he's against Wyndham Clark in a playoff. He's probably winning that playoff. Yeah. I, and, and like I can't believe that he held off Scotty Scheffler, too. Scheffler was on fire Saturday. I told my wife I had a, uh, I had a vow that I wasn't going to watch much sports on Saturday if we went to the beach because it was yeah. Father's Day weekend. Luckily, night golf, best thing ever. I mean, it kind of sucks if you're on the East Coast. Like last night, I just wanted to go to bed, and it's 11.15, and I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. But um, I love it, especially on Saturday. Uh, I, th- I thought Scotty was going to win on Saturday, though. But 
unfortunately didn't get the job done. We'll bounce back next weekend with the Travelers, maybe, or at least with the NBA draft. Can't wait for Thursday night. Right now, a couple scores in Major League Baseball that I want to get to because I'm a little surprised. So the Cubs are up 3 nothing. Feel pretty good about this. My only concern is this game gets rained out. We do have some weather. I have the Cubs in the over. Might be the only bet I hit tonight because right now, Wake Forest, number one overall seed, College Wake World Forest. Series, down one nothing, and LSU's got a runner on third. There are two outs. We're in the third inning here, and the Demon Deacons trail by one. And then, um, I told you this was going to happen. The Royals are up 4 nothing right now on the we Tigers. Knew it. Jordan Lyles is firing a oh, gem. Oh, man, that sucks. I want to say he's got a no-hitter in the fifth right now. I was. I thought you said that the Tigers, I thought you were going to say the Tigers were up, and I was like, no. we knew it. No, we got just crushed. No, no, it's 4 nothing right now, top of the fifth. Jordan Lyles uh, has only given up two hits, no earned runs, and he has three strikeouts against the Tigers. 4-0 to zero game, and just like that, the Royals, who haven't won in forever, minus 900 on the money line. Marlins up 3-0 to zero on the Blue Jays, Cubs up 3-0. to zero. Reds up 2-0 on the Rockies. Unfortunately, Jonathan India is not homered yet. And then the Twins and the Red Sox just getting underway right now. Scoreless, top of the first. What's your favorite? We're going to talk about this all night long, pretty much all week long until we get to Thursday. It's obviously the main event of our week. What will be your favorite draft bet right now or your favorite look or something that you know, you're considering maybe playing yourself? Let me here? look here because it was, it was in a... Uh, it was on a different app, and so I need to look at it. Give me just one no, second because I did not mine. realize. Yeah, tell me yours. So uh, Cam Whitmore plus 400 to go exactly pick number five to the Detroit Pistons. You know, we talked about this. My reasoning obviously being I think they have their backcourt of the future. I like Jaden Ivey a lot. I, I you know, obviously uh, like Cade when he's healthy. So I think that they need a wing, and I think that that's going to be the best available option there at pick five. That was plus 400. Now it's like plus 125. I still want to play it at that price. I think that's my favorite and my biggest bet of the draft it was Brandon Miller going number two overall uh, when those reports came out but then the same reporter walked it back I just think the ceiling is way too high to pass on Scoot so I just hedged today with a minus 172 now there's minus 220s out there for Scoot to go second overall I just think man this is Michael Jordan's last pick then he's going to sail off into the sunset I think there's going to be a lot of smart people telling him what to do with this pick yeah and I just don't think you could go Brandon Miller number two I just don't think it happens. So I went Brandon Miller number three overall, minus 145. My concern is Thompson's going to go three and Brandon Miller's going to drop to four. Yeah. But I don't know because you have a wing defender, one of the best defenders in this draft that could shoot the three. And I just don't know how you pass on a guy like that. So those are my favorites right now. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's about what oh, I Oh, you know what I really like? First to be, first to be drafted – uh, Kaysen Wallace or Kobe Bufkin. Yeah. You can get Kaysen Wallace head-to-head plus 155. I think the value on that is insane. Kobe Bufkin's mocked in, like, the teens yeah. to, like, late teens. Kaysen Wallace could go as as low or as high, whatever you want to call it, as, like, nine. He could go to Utah. That would be a place that he's being mocked. I really like that. Uh, you could also get, let's see, Jet Howard versus Leonard Miller. Like that. Uh, I kind of like Leonard Miller at plus 110 as well. But I think my first, my, my best pick that I really like, and I'm trying to figure out where it is because it's off the board now, would be you can get Nick Smith, and I got this from uh, Terrell Furman, to be a top 10 pick at 40 to 1. You think he goes top 10, Nick Smith? I don't think so, but I think 40 to 1 is an insane price. I could see him going to Washington. To maybe. Washington, yes. They need Pure a guard. score. They yeah. make bad decisions. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what right, I mean? Right. Like, if you're thinking about what's great value, 40 to 1 for Nick Smith is incredible. And then there's another one that I just saw as well. 
that was to be drafted in the top ten, or I mean the top five, excuse me. You can maybe get Jarris Walker at plus 210 like to be that. in the top five as well. But we'll have to go over it all. These oh, yeah. things are moving all over the board. There's stuff that I was seeing today that's now gone, which has sort of made things interesting. Oh, I also like Case and Wallace a lot, under 12.5 at minus 135. I like the price on that. Yeah. So my favorite bet was, and I don't think I could give it out, but actually I wanted to ask you about this. So Kobe Bufkin was under 16.5, and, and I did lay a little juice there. Now it's dropped to 14 and a half. What do you think about that, though? I mean, I'm just looking at it. He's six foot five. He could obviously shoot. And then I was looking number 12 overall to OKC. I think that would be a really good fit. Would you go under 14 and a half, or do you think I should just leave it? I got under 16 and a half. Just leave it at that. Because I keep hearing his name thrown out there, and I want to play a little bit more. I wish I would have bet more when it was under 16 and a half. Now it's 14 and a half. I didn't expect some of these to drop immediately. Yeah. Also, they're not on the board everywhere, so I'm looking like offshore, of course. It really is one of those. It is really one of those things where you think to yourself, like, oh, my goodness, I have to go, and you have to shop around a ton. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I like Kobe Bufkin 12 to OKC. Yeah. I like that a lot. So you play Uh, under 14 and a half still? I don't think he gets, I don't think he gets past New Orleans. Okay. I don't think he gets past New Orleans. Okay, so 14 and a half would still be a good bet. Yeah. Because they got pick 14. I don't know what Atlanta does. They're probably going to have to go with somebody like Clowney. I don't know what Utah is going to do. Some people have him have Grady Dick mocked all the way to 15 to, to Atlanta, which I think is fascinating. Do you think he's the best shooter in this draft, Grady Dick? Because I... I think... Here's the thing. He's the best spot-up shooter in this draft. He yeah. can rebound really well, and he can slash really well. I think the best movement shooter in this draft is Jordan Hawkins. Okay, so yeah, that's where I'm going. And I wanted to know where you th- where you thought like he would be a good fit because I've seen him mocked at 26 to Indiana. I've seen him mocked higher than that. But oh, I, I think to do he could go lower him. than that. 15 and a half is his draft position. It's plus money to the under. If I'm Atlanta, I, I go ahead and take Jordan Hawkins. See, that's the thing. That like spot. Shooters go so early in this yep, draft. So do. if I'm looking for value, that's what I want. I, yeah, I and I you can shooters. get under 15 and a half is plus 115. Over 15 and a half is minus 115. 50 for Jordan Hawkins. The only problem is, and he could create his shot a little bit, but he doesn't play any defense. And that would be my only concern. Yeah. Like, I like the 3 and D guys a little bit more. Yeah. I, I would go him over Grady Dick, though. I think he has the I think he has the higher ceiling. I mean, What would you do about uh, Bilal Koulibaly? Because his number is 11 and a half. Yeah, that just sounds about right. It that does, seems, That seems it? like one that screws me if I play it. Like, he goes a lot higher than I expect. What would you do there? It, it all depends on price, too. And what information we get here in the next couple days. It's 115 both ways. Yeah, no, And I'm it's good. about right. I'm, yeah, exactly. It's about right. Exactly. I'm just going to pass on that one for uh, right now. Any chance, man, so you don't think that Portland likes Brandon Miller? That's the one that scares me now is number three overall. And do you think that there's any chance that they move that pick? Because I could see Thompson. And the other thing that scares to. me, what if Whitmore goes right there? What if Cam goes number three to Portland? Any chance that that would be a thing? Because I really need yeah, him to go five. It's, it's a thing. I think it's a possibility. Here's the reason I think so. You don't work a guy out when you have the third overall pick if you're not at least thinking about it. Right. And I like his skill set. I like him for Portland as a fit. And I like him. I actually like him for Portland more than I like Brandon Miller because you know how I feel about Brandon Miller. I think Cam Whitmore's upside well, no. I think Cam Whitmer's floor is higher than Brandon Miller's floor. I feel like I might like Brandon Miller and Dame together if Dame does want to stay. I think Dame's staying at least the first half of the season, like you said. He's a good movement shooter. Yeah. He's a good three-point shooter. If he's open, he's making it. Brandon Miller, that is? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he plays defense. He plays okay defense. He plays enough defense. He can't. And I think he's a willing—he'll be a better—I think he could become a better he defender. He's stuffed at the rim. 